podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. I don't think Team Ruiz or Team Joshua know where we are, what time it is, what country we're in, but this has been an incredible three days for the Ruiz Joshua World Press Tour that's taken us three cities, three countries. Great response from the media and of course we want to thank all the media for coming out today. I wish we had a bigger room, but uh, this is a major, major fight. The fight of 2019, one of the biggest fights in heavyweight history. As I said, Ruiz Joshua 2, Saudi Arabia, December the 7th at night, where the world will stand still and watch an iconic heavyweight event. Of course, we want to thank our principal broadcast partners for this fight. Sky Sports, who we're here with today, will be at the head studios following this to film Gloves Are Off and other build-up content as well, and DAZN, who will stream this fight live in the US. We want to thank Skills Challenge Entertainment and Omar Khalil. We want to thank the GSA. We want to thank Prince Khalid, who's been so instrumental in getting this event over the line. The experience in Saudi Arabia on Tuesday night and Wednesday was incredible. We saw so much energy from the people who are so excited about staging this event. We saw a new opportunity for boxing in the Middle East. And we also saw logistical setup like we've never seen before, an investment even into press conferences that we've never seen before. Trust me when I say December 7th will shock you all. This is going to be one that will go down in the history of our sport. Before we speak to both teams at the table and Omar as well, I'm going to pass over to the head of Sky Sports Boxing, Adam Smith. Thanks, Eddie. Yeah, it's been a whirlwind uh, four days with uh, three cities, Third press conference today, I think 30 hours we've all spent uh, in the air. So it's been tiring, but it's been uh, very entertaining, and why not? It's uh, a huge, huge fight. We've been covering boxing on Sky for 30 years, and uh, rematches are always compelling. We remember when uh, Steve Collins shot Chris Eubank at Mill Street, and they had that terrific rematch a few months later, an immediate one. Steve Collins and Nigel Benn, of course. We've had the, uh, the trilogy with Jose Luis Castillo and Diego Corrales. Only two fights actually happened there. We've had Morales Barrera. What a wonderful trilogy that was. There's something about rematches. There's something about the second time that, that fighters meet. You know, we remember Lennox Lewis being knocked out by Oliver McCord and then by Hassi Ratman. And he went and, uh, and broke the wrongs. He got it right the second time. This is Anthony Joshua going in, straight in to the rematch. Immediate rematches can go the same way, can go the same way more destructively, but they can be totally different. And that's the compelling thing about this fight. I think it was one of the biggest upsets we've ever seen on Sky, in the garden on June the 1st. Uh, Anthony Joshua knocking down Andy Ruiz, but Andy had told us five weeks before, he said, believe in me, my team believe, I believe, and I'm gonna shock the world, and he did. You know, he was the nice guy all week, he's been the nice guy since as well, and uh, it's a wonderful story that he's become the world heavyweight champion. But we've been with AJ since the very beginning. 2013, he turned pro, he's been part of us, we've been right by his side, he's been a wonderful ambassador, he's a great fighter, and he's been an amazing world heavyweight champion. Believe me, he wants to reclaim those belts on December the 7th. But I know the guy to my right wants to prove it's not just a one-off, that he deserves his position here, and it really is a fascinating rematch. Who's gonna be favored? Who's gonna have the mental advantage? The physical advantage is in there. 
We go to a neutral territory, we go to a new place, and it's a very, very exciting build-up. December the 7th, do not miss it. Sky Sports box office, and we'll have, Eddie says, gloves are off's gonna be filmed later. We'll have plenty of build-up all the way through, and we cannot wait to see if AJ retains, reclaims rather, his World Heavyweight title, or whether Andy Ruiz can carry on and keep all those treasures and take them back to California and Mexico. We can't wait. Thank you, Adam. The decision to go to Saudi Arabia was one that we thought of carefully. Um, many promoters for many years have been trying to land a mega fight in the Middle East. We did it and we bought them the biggest fight possible, the biggest fight in world boxing. And like some venues of the past that surprised people in the heavyweight eras, the Thriller in Manila in the Philippines, the Rumble in the Jungle in Zaire, this is of the same ilk and this will be another event that the world will watch with anticipation, with curiosity, with all the excitement of something completely different. Our partners in the event, Skills Challenge Entertainment, Omar Khalil, welcome, it's been a great few days. Looking forward to a great event. Thank you, Eddie. London, good afternoon. Ladies and gentlemen, members of the media, invited guests, on behalf of Skill Challenge Entertainment, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia is proud, privileged, and excited to stage a sporting occasion of such global magnitude to our country and specifically to Dir'iyya, a place that is treasured deeply in the hearts of the nation. As Andy and Anthony can testify, having spent time with us in the kingdom this week, we promise a warm and friendly welcome to all international visitors, an incredible atmosphere. For the boxers and an unmissable event for all true boxing fans that join us. We can guarantee a night filled with energy, color, and world-class entertainment. We know the world will be watching, and as organizers, we are ready to host a truly spectacular showpiece, event with a remarkable outdoor, purpose-built arena amongst a unique setting, at the perfect time of the year for live events at a UNESCO heritage site. We are pleased to be a journey we are pleased to be on a journey that sees Saudi Arabia continue to move forward. This is another historic step towards new opportunities for all, and through this heavyweight clash, we look forward to welcoming the world. Tickets will go on sale early October, and we hope you will all join us. Thank you. Thank you, Omar. We're going to go to Team Ruiz first, and back and forth between the two teams. Andy Ruiz Sr., Welcome. You've got those shades on again. You must be hiding those bags after the last three days because everyone's feeling it. You spoke yesterday in, in Spanish, today in, in uh, English. Tell us about how proud you are of, of your son Andy. Of course, you called him your little Rocky story. Your son, now the biggest prize in the sport. Your son is the world heavyweight champion. Yeah, thank, thank to any, everyone right here. Thanks to Saudi Arabia for the opportunity to that we want to fight over there, a safe country. Thank you to Eddie Harris for giving us the opportunity the, to fight Anthony Jauja and, and to Anthony Jauja. And yeah, it's something amazing that my son did. That nobody believed that he was going to win the fight. He was fighting with English people over there. That we was going to win the fight. And to Eddie Harris, that night, Eddie Harris, you're going to regret it. I don't even remember. But we think what we was that the dream that my son to be the the Mexican Rocky. So we did it. 
and I feel so proud. And this this uh, December 7th is going to be the best fight in the world, the two heavyweights. And, and that night, the best one is going to win. He can go both ways. But we, we are prepared to win this fight, to go back to Mexico with the titles, uh, United States. So that night is going to be incredible. It's going to be amazing that night. We're going to make history back in, the, in South Arabia. Thank you very much. Thank you, Andy. We passed to the head trainer of anti-Joshua, Rob McCracken. Rob, it's been a busy few days, probably a, a week or so away from starting the real hard work for the fight, and of course, a massive moment in the career of anti-Joshua. Yeah, it's a massive moment for Anthony. Obviously, the Ruiz fight was an upset. Um, very, very difficult night for, for Anthony, uh, certainly for me and the team as well. A lot of hard work went into that, and I know AJ worked hard as well. But this is boxing, it's heavyweight boxing. We've seen it time and time again. There's no heavyweight champion that's gone before that hasn't been beaten. Um, everybody has a bad night. Everybody fights a fighter who's on form where they're not on form that night. But here's the beauty of it, it can be put right, and it can be put right in spectacular fashion. Both are dynamic, um, Anthony has the height and reach, which he'll use in the next fight, and Ruiz will be determined to retain his titles, but for sure Anthony's fired up, and this is a massive fight for him, and it's one that we believe he'll win. Um, I've been with fighters in the past, I've been in boxing a long time, that have had torrid times in an initial fight with an opponent, and then in the rematch, it's been a completely different fight. Uh, we've seen it a few times, and I believe we'll see it again in this fight. Obviously, the talk over the last year, maybe two years, maybe even since the Klitschko fight, has been about the undisputed fight. Every time he seems to find an opponent, he's talking about what happens after this one, when you're going to fight this guy, when you're going to fight this guy. A unique moment, really, since then, where he has just got focus on one individual in the division. Yeah, exactly, and he, he knows who he's fighting. Um, Miller pulled out, well, obviously, was pulled out from his failed drug test. So the fight with Miller was off about five weeks before um, June the 1st, and obviously Andrew Ruiz became the, the next available contender, who was, in, in my eyes, very dangerous and, and determined. He just had a really good win a couple of weeks previous. So um, he was sharp, he was, he was in shape. Um, so it wasn't to be looked lightly at. Um, but it's difficult for fighters, it's difficult to have a change of opponent that late in the camp. It's not an excuse, it's just the reality, motivation, oh, just trying to get it out of the way rather than, you know, it means the world to me to box, you know, Miller at the time and, you know, what went on at the press conference and stuff. So it's all been a learning experience, a huge one for Anthony. And he gets the chance to put it right, he gets the chance to redeem himself and give a far better account of himself on December the 7th, which I'm pretty sure he'll do and he's pretty determined to do. Thanks, Rob. Manny Robles, as uh, I've said at the previous presses, the pictures of you and Andy jumping up in the air celebrating have almost become iconic for boxing in 2019. That was your opportunity to make history and cause an upset. Now it's about trying to retain those belts on December the 7th. That is correct. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thank, thank you, everyone. Thank you for having us here today. Um, that is correct. We made history that night. It's a very special night. You know, obviously with people doubting us and people not believing in us, including our own people, I must say, the Mexican fans, and the Mexican fans in California and Mexico as well. But uh, we believed in ourselves. We believed, I believe that, uh, and I said it, 
um, that Andy had the uh, styles being fights, and Andy had the perfect style to to give um, Anthony and Joshua a great fight. You know, I said that uh, Anthony and Joshua had never faced anyone with the likes of uh, uh, of Andy Reese, and most of you will probably agree with me now. Uh, he's a I compared him to Julio Cesar Chavez, to Marco Antonio Barrera, Eddie Morales, stylistically that is. Uh, and you don't find heavyweight, you don't find heavyweight fighters that can fight that way. Mexican and uh, Mexican heavyweights that is that can fight that way like Andy does. So you know it, it didn't come as a surprise to me. I've been following Anthony Joshua for a very long time. I, I admire Anthony Joshua. He's a great fighter. He's even a better person. But uh, you know. And he was a better fighter that night. And we're gonna go back and we're gonna plan to do, do the same thing again. You know, we're, we're gonna have a lot more time in our hands to prepare as we have now. And uh, we're gonna come in with a better game plan, better sparring, uh, better situation. You couldn't ask for a better situation than now. You only have five weeks to prepare for, for the first fight now, you know. I mean, we count well, the time we have now, probably about 13 weeks or so. So, you know, we're looking forward to We're looking forward to, to fighting Joshua again. And obviously, we're going to work extremely hard to get the same result. Thank you. And Manny, I know that you've, you've watched Joshua, you said yesterday, since the World Championships as an amateur. You're in the corner for Dominic Brazil as well when he challenged Anthony Joshua. Do you expect a better Anthony Joshua this time around? I know it's not by the sounds of things, you expect a, a better Andy Ruiz as well. but. You know how determined Anthony Joshua is. You, are you ready for a different Anthony Joshua in this fight, or do you believe Andy Ruiz has his number? You, you know what? I, I believe that uh, Anthony Joshua—he's he he's tasted defeat now. Uh, you know, I, I, I believe that uh, fighters, most fighters, become better when they taste defeat. Why? Because they're so used to winning. You know that uh, when they when they taste defeat, either you 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 win or you learn. So I'm sure Anthony Joshua learned from his defeat, and he will, you know, come in better, stronger, and you know, what does he have to lose now? He's taken his defeat already, so he doesn't have to worry about that 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 zero anymore, you know, that undefeated record. But on the other hand, Andy had tasted defeat prior to to uh, fighting Joshua, and uh, he he knew, you know, he knew what that what that meant. He knew what that uh, what that felt like. And uh, he got another opportunity, of course, and uh, he learned from that defeat and became a better fighter. And he had nothing to lose that night, and everything to win, and we got the result. Thank you, Manny. AJ, been a busy few days, you've done a lot of sleeping on those planes, and I'm sure you want to get back to work now, preparing for a long, hard camp before a fight where the whole world will be watching, a chance for you to regain those belts up there and become a two-time heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah, it would be an honor to kind of get back home and uh, sleep in my own bed. I've been sleeping a lot on the plane. But um, yeah, I could come up here and start talking in a different manner, in a different fashion to what you're used to, due to the fact that I don't sit here as uh, the current champion. But I feel like circumstances shouldn't change character. We are that we are. And I respect Andy and his team. And um, I'm happy for him. I know what it means to kind of fight for the championship and win the championship. So he's given hope to the people of Mexico. For me, it's quite good as well because I feel like 
when I started boxing, like you said, from like two, as Manny said, from 2011, I've kind of been grafting, but it's been paying off as well, you know, from the World Amateur Championships. And like when you look at like, I'm not comparing myself, but as an example, let's say you, you take Lemachenko who recently fought, you kind of look at their amateur record, which kind of gives them the credibility as a professional. So amateurs are important to the people coming through. And it's like, now it's the 16th fight for a champion. Um, Klitschko, champion. Uh, Povetkin, champion. Parker, champion. Now I'm fighting another champion in Andy Ruiz. So you know that my challenges and my fights are never know what we call cherry picking in boxing. They're the elite of the elite, the top of the crop. And uh, that little bit of motivation now when I'm fighting someone who has the skill set and is a champion. It's not as like I'm fighting someone that's a stepping stone to a champion. We can't kind of overlook Andy and his talents and his success in the ring because I'm fighting the best out there right now. And right now, in my opinion, Andy Ruiz is the best heavyweight out there. Obviously, the same question to you that I asked to Rob before. Mm. You've been tired over the years, I've seen it, of answering questions about the next fight. You said in the build-up to the previous fight, just worry about Andy Ruiz, I've got to beat this guy first. But this is unique for you, in probably since the Klitschko fight. Mm. This is the first time that people aren't talking about the fight after that. Is that refreshing? to be sitting here, I know you want those belts, but you're sitting here without those belts, knowing your focus for these next 13 weeks is just on beating one man on December 7th. Yeah, like, it's not an excuse. It's not an excuse to be mentioned alongside other fighters and for people to want you to fight the best in the division. So I'm not gonna be like, man, I hated it. It's the reason why I got the loss. Andy landed a good shot that I couldn't recover from, and he managed to secure the win. But it is good for any fighter out there, important that we always say don't overlook your opponent always focus on what's in front of you um, everyone knows how important it was for us to kind of overlook fighters because we wanted to fight with the WBC champion but now I'm fighting for WBA, WBO, IBF and IBO championships and they're right in front of me I don't have to overlook the man sitting on the right of me to get to that I am walking straight to it and uh, as the days are ticking away It'll come closer and closer and closer to the point where I'm in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, walking to that ring, probably jogging to that ring this time, cracking my neck, clenching my fists, and when that bell goes, we're gonna get down and die and handle business, and I can't wait to trade some leather. And I think everyone's in for a good time. It's quite good for the UK TV. I think it's on at nine o'clock here as well, 9 p.m. So you ain't gotta stay up too late. And for the people traveling, from what I saw when I went out there, it was phenomenal. Hospitalities in the culture, they took good care of me. They tried to overfeed me, I had to hold back and remember I got a fight coming up. The food was delicious, I remember the prawns. Whew. I'm telling you, you guys are gonna have a good time. Good food, good weather, and an iconic fight. Clash on the Dunes, December 7th. History has told us that you've always come back from those defeats. Even mm. you defeated Dillian White early in your career, mm. and when you lost for the European Championship, you then went and got silver in the World Championship, lost in the final, then you came back and won gold mm. in the Olympics as well. This time, first time as a professional. Is it that stubbornness within you, that competitive instinct, that, that could get you over the line in this fight? It's born within me, my people, my friends, the people I 
decide to kind of stay around. We've all got that kind of stubbornness and that grit. You know, parents struggling and stuff like that. Everyone's been, you know, I don't know about you, but everyone's kind of... <laughs> 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 well, man, you don't want to see where I come from. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, a, it's, a, it's an outside joke, not an inside joke. But <laughs> listen, when you, when you want to get somewhere, listen, this man to the right of me is put on some of the biggest shows, and I don't know where he gets that type of motivation from, but if I could take an ounce of that and use it in this fight, I'll get, I'll get these titles back, because work ethic can't be denied. You know what I mean? And that stubbornness and that grit, I don't know what it is, or why you have it, or the people on this table out there have it, but it's what gets you places in life. Um, because we can read books and be taught certain things, but there's something deep within you, in your mind, your heart, your will. When you go to the well and they say it's all in the bank, put it all in the bank. Whoever's depositing more checks in that, you know, ATM machine to go and withdraw when you need it, when they say it's all in the bank, will come out on top. And I think the years of hard work um, will, will pay off, and I hope it pays off December 7th. Final question, you know, people, some people say, is his motivation still there? He's made his money. How much do you want to win on December 7th? How much do you want to create history in Saudi Arabia? How much do you want those belts back? How much do you want to defeat Andy Ruiz? Um, motivation. It's never going to leave. I, I, it was interesting. I was watching a documentary on the way here, and uh, it was about another boxer. And they were talking about, man, all I wanted to do was become a champion. And when they got to that stage, it was like they had nothing else to live for. So motivation was capped. It was to a point. And I always say that when I done the interview with Anna, it was uh, on Sky, it was more about championship mindset, that the motivation is forever within me. Once I've got my purpose of life organized, I could do anything and that motivation will remain the same. Put me on the street to, be, to clean graffiti off the wall. I want to make sure that my graffiti cleaning is better than yours. And that's just my purpose in life. So motivation isn't just about boxing. I've got to make a few changes in my lifestyle now to correct and align them again. So I align my stars. So come December 7th, I'm shooting straight and I know where I'm heading. And that's towards these titles. At the minute, they're just out of reach. But sooner or later, I'll be able to touch them again. And as I said, the good thing is, when the opportunity was, was uh, presented, I didn't want to kind of go around different heavyweights and look for kind of warm-up fights and stuff like that, which there was an option to, and everyone in the, in the division was telling me, oh man, you have some warm-up fights, why are you rushing back into it? And when I say not cut from the same cloth, it's not to disrespect anyone, but it's just that your opinion is different from my life and what I decide to do with it. And uh, that's what I mean cut from different crops, is that I know what I want to do and I'm like, believing in myself and that instinct is what's brought me through boxing and I don't want to change that now. I've got something right in front of me and I don't want to change trusting in my instinct just yet. So I'm going to go for it and I'm going to you know, put on a good fight in uh, December and I prepare solely for Andy and no one else. And I hope Andy kind of gets through his training camp well, prepares well and is strong so he can um, see me fight week. Thank you, AJ. Andy? Thanks for your patience these last few days. We know it's been a torrid schedule and you look like you've had some fun. Your first big media tour as the unified world heavyweight champion. Um, ready to defend them, December 7th, Saudi Arabia. I sure am, man. It has been a long weekend going here to there, but um, of course I'm ready for December 7th. I know AJ wants to 
get these belts back, they're mine. But, you know, all this hard work and dedication that I've been doing all my life, and I know he's been doing for all this, you know, but December 7th, we're gonna win the same fashion. We've been training really hard. We're gonna start camp somewhere, but I don't know, we're, we're just excited for this fight. We've been, I feel like I've been saying the same thing over and over again, but I'm just excited. Those questions that AJ might have had from some of the public, you still have that hunger. Some of those questions filtering into you. We talked about, you know, you'll see the new mansion, the Rolls Royce, the Rolex, the ice on the wrist, all things you deserve, you know. You did it, you, you know, you got that win, you deserve those things. The motivation is still very much there for you. You feel that this is only the beginning for Andy Ruiz. Of course it is, you know, these are just material stuff that I always wanted, you know, especially the house for my kids, my loved ones. This is what I do it for, for my kids. Like me and him sacrifice, we sacrifice our, our lives in there. Um, but of course I still have that hunger. I just got these belts, you think I wanna lose them right away? I don't know. So that's why me and Manny, we're gonna go to the gym, we're gonna be training really hard. I know AJ's gonna come hard, so that's why it gives me the actual motivation to be even more, more better. But yeah, I'm excited, man, I'm excited. There's no fear in this. Um, it's just crazy how I made my dreams come true. He just, it's just crazy. Both of you, very difficult to dislike. You know, you talk about your motivation and how you want to inspire the next generation to go out and chase their dreams. Speak a little bit on that as well. You gave a great speech in New York yesterday about you know, people who never really gave you a chance, maybe physically looking at you like you couldn't achieve it. Of course, because everybody doubted me since I was a little kid, you know. And there's times where I wanted to quit. There's times that I wanted to quit, but having my dad and, and the right people around me um, telling me to keep pursuing, that I'm going to be champion, even when I didn't believe it but when I was younger. But I think the, the main thing is believing and doing what you love and something that you want to accomplish and you you sacrifice, because that's what it's all about. It's about sacrificing and giving it all you got. I've been doing this since I was six years old. My first amateur, I was seven years old. This is the only thing that I know like to do, besides working with my dad in the construction and being in the sun, I don't want to do that shit. <laughs> so, so that's why, so that's why I have to give it all I got. So when I was young, my dad would tell me, what do you want to do? You want to go to work or you want to, you want to um, go to the gym and do something out of your life? And that's exactly what we did. Even when people said I was going to do nothing, I just kept pursuing, even though I looked heavy, I looked big. I just had the, the mind skills and um, the mindset that I was going to become the first Mexican heavyweight champion of the world. I've been praying, praying to God, um, and what do you know? I came through uh, June first. And finally, Andy, you know, you achieved that dream on June first. I know, knowing Andy, he will come with a better version on December the seventh, and I believe you may as well. Are you ready to go to the world again? You climbed off the canvas at Madison Square Garden and you fall back under fire to cause a huge upset. Are you ready to go to the well again in Saudi Arabia on December the 7th? How much will it mean to you to defend those titles? It's gonna mean everything, you know? This is, like Anthony said, the belts in June, and December 7th, the belts are gonna be in the air. Um, 
Instead of me or him, but my mindset in there, I'm motivated. I feel Anthony's trying to take my uh, my kids' Cheerios, you know. So um, that's why it gives me the extra motivation. Say that you're the only only motivation that I have right now is with my kids and my loved ones. So um, if someone's trying to take that away from me, um, I'm gonna die trying not to. Thank you, Andy. I want to just take this opportunity to thank everybody who's been with us for the last few days. Dealing with both camps has been absolutely incredible. Not one moan, not one complaint. Everybody just getting on with their business, knowing how important it is to represent themselves, represent the sport of boxing, and be ready for an iconic event on December 7th. Trust me, you have never seen an event like that will be staged in Deria on December the 7th. This will blow your mind, the whole world will be watching, and of course, do not miss it. Sky Sports Box Office, to zone. It's gonna be an iconic heavyweight moment. Thanks Omar, Rob, AJ, Adam, Andy, Manning, and Andy Ruiz. We're gonna have a head-to-head -head here, and then I believe both guys are available for some more media as well. Thank you for coming today. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.